Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, or wherever the hell you are watching this video. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to episode number 38 of Ruthless Talk. WrestleMania is here, and we are yes, here sir. to talk WrestleMania night one. But it's not just any uh, WWE or podcast review. Oh, no, no, no. If you guys have been on this platform for a time or two, you guys are know what's coming next. Today is WrestleMania night one of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Man, there is a lot to cover. And there is a lot to go over in this show. So we're just going to dive straight into it. Brian, I know you're excited to jump into this as well. Absolutely. As we're going to just dive straight into <clears throat> this thing. And of course, guys, make sure you stay tuned for night two, which is tonight. That is going to be that review is going to be tomorrow morning. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that alongside, of course, the Raw and SmackDown shows after Mania the following week. So, yeah, this this WrestleMania season, WrestleMania weekend, it's just getting started. But we're excited to deliver all of this content to you guys. And, yeah, this is our very first WrestleMania review on this platform I yeah mean, really yeah. seriously again it's crazy again brian how time just freaking flies <laughs> absolutely it, it, it's insane it's like yesterday we were just covering the royal rumble and uh here we are <laughs> but, uh, but but no complaints because well i'm excited and i know you are to get straight into the show and uh you know what without further ado y'all let's jump straight into this thing so let me demonstrate as well the rules um of course of this good and the bad and the ugly so Every single match on this card will get one tally. Um, of course, when it comes to the ugly, that is the column that you need to stay away from because any column that is in that ugly column will cr be crossed off into two bads when we do the final tally of this review. And then, of course, once that's all said and done, we'll make the final tallies to see whether or not WrestleMania Night 1 is a good or bad show. So, with all that being said... Let us dive straight into this because man, Brian did a lot, <laughs> did a lot happen in this show. Or yeah, yeah. You know, this, this it, last night was, uh, was pretty, pretty freaking insane to say the least. And I do expect tonight to top it. Absolutely. Yeah. Night two. Yeah. For all the people in night two, I, I wish you luck trying to top what, uh, what happened last night, but, uh, <laughs> But like I said, I've done enough talking in this introduction. I know you guys are excited to hear our thoughts with uh, with this whole show. So yeah, let's just dive straight into this thing, man. WrestleMania Night 1, April 1st, 2023, live in Los Angeles, California, in beautiful SoFi Stadium. Um, of yeah. course, their whole <laughs> national anthem. Um, just the setting of everything was also beautiful. The camera angles and everything, all the wrestlers walking down the rampway. You forget to Brian. Of course, we're we're always so critical about this company as a whole and just like and, and all all the bullshit that they do. But when it comes to WrestleMania, like that, I mean, that's when they they really do it right. And I and it's a shame because I yeah. really wish that's how they book pretty much all of their shows it just feels so freaking special seriously um, yeah yeah for sure it does just, just the, the the camera angles the visual the stadium and just how everything looked so the visual itself was just freaking awesome um as a packed sofi stadium for the show of course being the, your your grandest show out of your uh, calendar year so the miz uh the host of wrestlemania alongside 
Snoop Doggy Dog. D-O-double-G. Yep, there it is, Brian. <laughs> there it is. Kicks off WrestleMania pretty much, again, just hyping the crowd for the show, you know, getting everybody excited, getting everybody kicking things into high gear. Um, so, and of course, that's not the last time, too, we see those two, yeah. uh, you know, the host, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg and, and, and Miz in the middle of that ring. But pretty much just to kind of hype the show up, um, you know, as we as we kick things off here. Austin Theory's music hits as then we start our first match of the night. So it's Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. Match time was just under 12 minutes in length. Um, Cena makes his entrance with all the Make-A-Wish kids and stuff. Um, I have a lot of these entrances as well because, of course, if you know WrestleMania, they love to you know do the grand entrances and stuff. Yeah, right, right. So I have a lot of these entrances. And, man, they, they were a lot of solid entrances as well uh, throughout the rest of the show. But Cena doing a really – I thought it was a really cool – little entrance there with the make-a-wish kids and i know uh, and i've even harped about cena you know in the past about like oh and and, and brian you've done it of course as well and and for the right reasons about you know him being the top guy and him pretty much you know during you know the prime of his career how he would pretty much just be put over over every single superstar that was pretty much better than him but in but in regards to the make a wish stuff, you know, I I, I like that aspect of Cena. Oh, he doesn't 100%. have to he doesn't have yeah. to do that. I mean, the dude's made his money, he's a part-timer, he's in fucking Hollywood. The fact yeah. that he's still doing this stuff, I mean, that's 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 just props to him. So all the make a wish kids up on the stage and then Cena coming out, I thought it was really cool to say. Um, but yeah, uh, uh this match, guys, just very very simplistic. Nothing was that was that you know, epic in this match, but it was done very simplistic theory. Mm-hmm. And at one point was biting John Cena's ear, like good old Mike Tyson type of vibe there. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, Cena or excuse me, uh, Austin theory, you know, he's taking control of the match early. The pace is slowed down very, very, just very quickly as he takes control. I thought Austin theory, Brian was, uh, this was one of Austin theory's, you know, really solid matches so far, mm-hmm. um, in, in his career. I mean, guys, I mean, if you don't believe me, just go back and rewatch this match. I mean, He's he's engaging with the crowd. He knows that the crowd fucking hates him. And, you know, and, and he embraces that, you know, same thing with Logan Paul. You know, they know that the crowd is going to be against them. And, you know, and he embraces that. And I like that. And, and theory was just in his element. He's talking major shit uh, to the crowd. You know, the, you can hear the crowd giving him that heel heat. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, Austin Theory doing a very good job in this match, um, you know. And freaking, you know, he's talking major shit to the crowd, going one of the going one of those drop kicks where he jumps through the second rope and he delivers yeah. the drop kick. Cena counters it and hits the STF. Uh, however, you know, Theory's biting Cena's hands to to break <laughs> up the uh, the submission hold. Um, like <clears throat> Theory's in his freaking element I, again. I thought Theory again was was tremendous uh, in this match. One of Theory's better matches that I can remember. Um, again, just mocking fans and everything. I thought it was very solid. Uh, John Cena, he goes for the AA. The referee was knocked out, as you know, Austin Theory. He held on to the ring ropes. He used that to catapult himself back to the middle of the ring, and it hits the referee straight uh, straight in his face. So the referee is knocked out. Cena's locking in the STF, and Austin Theory, he's tapping out, but there's no referee to, to call for the bell, so the referee doesn't see it. Um, Austin Theory then delivers the low blow, of course, when the referee is still not looking. He's slowly getting back up to, to his feet at this point. And, uh, and yeah, hits the A-Town down finisher for the W as Austin Theory wins this match and stands tall 
with the United States title. So, Brian, I have done enough talking, like I mentioned, to start this show, and I'm gonna uh, and I'm gonna shift the focus over to you. Your thoughts on this opening match uh, to start WrestleMania off? Yeah, well, let me first start with the uh, yeah the stadium and the crowd and and just the lo- the setting and everything. Uh, I think I had mentioned uh, on here a, a few weeks ago, or maybe on the on our um, uh, Facebook page. Like whenever you get like an uh you know an open air arena, which if you see how the stadium is built, it's very unique and yeah, it looks cool as shit. Uh, but still, it's it's an open air arena. Um, at least that's what it looks like to me. Um, and yeah, you get that many people in there, and gosh, when when you hear them, like you know the pop that they get for for whatever superstar or whatever happens, just that many people, man. It's it's. I love it when when things like that happen. So yeah, yeah, great setting, uh, great atmosphere to start the show. Uh, yeah, Miz and Snoop. Yeah, I <laughs> love seeing Snoop out there. You know, for for what it was, and uh, yeah, you get a, a little a little taste of you know they're they're kind of like running through the matches. You know who who you're gonna see tonight, and you get a little taste of uh, what's coming with Charlotte and uh, Rhea with the uh, you know just as they're announcing the the matches as we expected with the you know, just how the crowd's going to be behind Rhea. Um, so, yeah, all in all, good start to the show. Uh, the match, yeah, I thought the match was was pretty good. Um, but the ending, man, I, I'm just, ah, man, I, I, I can't I can't get on board with it. Uh, you know, there again, I, I think, um, you know, both performed well. Yeah, that was my first thought was like Shades of Mike Tyson when uh, <laughs> Theory started biting. Um but if the attention here was to, you know, really kind of, you know, get get a theory over, you know, the DQ finish or well, I guess it wasn't a DQ finish because the ref didn't see. But, you know, the, the cheap shot, um, I don't know. I mean, did that I, I don't think that accomplished anything for for theory or Cena. Um you know, maybe this is nitpicking or just me speculating, but again, you know, I, I've I've mentioned here about about Cena like really never putting anybody up and coming over. You know, I mean, he's done it for already established stars, sure. You know, I don't know if that happened or not. I, I just, I mean, I, I think Theory was the right call. I get he's the heel, so doing something like that doesn't hurt his character or anything, but. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just think if that's the, the route you're going, which I think you have to go that that route. Uh, so definitely, good call with theory winning. Um, I just have him have him win clean, man. Cena, fucking do a job for somebody that's got the fucking talent and is going to be here for for a minute. You know, just so that that's my only drawback to it. But all, all in all, I mean, it was a it was a you know pretty good opening to the to the night. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and and you're definitely not wrong when it comes to uh to that statement. And I'm just gonna go ahead and make this tally uh for this match here as your opening match with John Cena and Austin Theory is gonna get a good for me there. Um yes, I understand. I know it's you know, Brian, there it's an easy, it's an easy uh argument to make about you know to to just trash everything austin theory does because he's a vince mcmahon guy mm. and, and everything along those lines but like i mentioned in this in, in you know demonstrating or uh going over this uh 
this this match. I, I thought this was Austin Theory, one of his best performances that I've seen yeah. so far, um, at least in his career, at least this kind of uh, this version of Austin Theory that they're trying to really get over. Is he still over with the crowd? I mean, uh, yes, and there, there's no doubt that he's 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 still not there yet. Of course, mm-hmm. developing developing a connection. Um, and there's no doubt, you know, moving forward, they have to they have to make some changes with Austin Theory. Uh, but there was no doubt Austin Theory winning this match uh, was the right call. It was the oh, only yeah. way you can go. There is no way you can give that title to um, uh, to, to John Cena, who, again, who's hardly even a part timer. There's no way you can do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this match honestly was better. I mean, it wasn't as simplistic than I thought. I mean, John Cena, again, he could have just gone out there and just done a regular, you know, maybe under 10 minute match that was very underwhelming. But this match, again, it was simplistic, but it was good in many mm-hmm. different ways. Um, and, and again, I thought the the, the finish was fine. I, I had no problem with with the finish at all, because, again, it's, you know, it's Austin Theory, you know, develop that heel type of character, you know, just making the, you know, grab some heel heat. And again, like I mentioned about his character overall. I mean, if the crowd doesn't like you, then so be it. Just freaking embrace it. Do the low blow finish, win with some cheatery, and win with the A Town down afterwards. I'm freaking fine with it, man. Again, and I mentioned this too in many in the other two good and the bad and the uglies before in the past. You know, there was more good Brian that outweighed the bad in this situation. Oh yeah, and, and, I, and, I agree with the, that for the sure. Right, the right person won this match. The mm-hmm. match overall was very nice and slow pace. Uh, the selling in this match was solid. The in-ring psychology in this match was solid. Um, again, and, and I just I thought everything was done well. There was nothing bad that I could say, guys, about this match that could be put this into the bad column. I I can't because at, at this point I, I shouldn't have a platform because I, I wouldn't be truthful to you guys. So and I understand, like I mentioned, you know, everything that Austin Theory just does nowadays. It's just easy to just shit on because we just don't like Austin Theory. And that's fine. It's for the right reasons. But in regards to this, in, in regards to this match, Austin Theory deserves his kudos. And uh, where he goes, it, it, of course, remains to be seen, of course, in yeah. regards to his booking. Uh, but in, in regards to this match, he, re- he deserves his kudos. One of, one of his best matches I've seen him perform, not just his in-ring ability, but just everything as a whole um, was just done very, very well. And um, yeah, just very, very solid um, match to start the night. Again, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing epic, but very nice, solid, simplistic match um, that again, the crowd was also into. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, just very solid overall. Before we get into our next match, Brian, if you have any final thoughts. Uh, And of course, your final tally, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still, you know, I I personally, I don't know if I got a glare on that. but anyway, I got one in the good column for for that too. I, I think overall, yes, it was good. I personally would have had the ending a little bit differently, but uh, still, yeah, Theory had to win that match. Um, he is the heel, so it's not like it hurts his character. I just don't think it helped. Um, but other than that, yeah, good start to the night, man. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, of course, like I said, what 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 happens <clears throat> from here remains to be seen. But again, guys, there's a million different ways to that you can throw that. United States championship off of theory tonight was just not one of those nights. So I understand right. people don't like theory. Oh, fuck Austin theory. He sucks. He's a Vince McMahon guy. guys. Like, like enough, <laughs> like seriously, like, can, can we just give kudos where kudos is freaking due right. just for one time? I understand. And again, even when we go through the Charlotte flair match later on the night and, and man, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll get into that and my thoughts about that. 
I mean, even though we don't like certain wrestlers here, Brian, that doesn't mean we're just going to shit on them. Sure. We're going to give kudos where kudos is due in regards to theory, you know, in, in this match, you know, that is exactly that. And it was a solid match to start the night and everything that was good overshadowed the bad in regards to the situation. Yep. Agreed. Next, we have our men's showcase <sighs> tag team match. This was Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Alpha Academy, the Street Profits, and the Viking Raiders. Match time in length was 10 minutes. Titus O'Neil was on commentary. My man was just freaking getting amplified to the core. My <laughs> yeah. man was screaming. My man was yelling. My man's already better than Kevin Patrick. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, honest yeah. to God, I mean, yeah, like the, yep. the, his reaction to certain moves in this match was was actually was pretty freaking uh, was pretty freaking cool. Was pretty freaking fun to have him on commentary uh, again. I mean, hell, I mean, if you're not gonna have Titus freaking wrestle anymore, hell, I, I wouldn't mind freaking you know, putting him on freaking commentary. Now, obviously he's got to take it down just a few notches, but, but still, at, at least for this night, I, I, I enjoyed he- uh, hearing commentary. It was good to well, see look, O'Neal as well. Yeah. While you're talking about commentary, cause I'm sure I'm going to fi- uh, forget throughout the, you know, the show here, shout out to Michael Cole, you know, uh, I, I think they said this was his what 22nd WrestleMania or something yeah. uh, that mm-hmm. he's uh, been on broadcast for. Yeah, you know he he's not my favorite guy, but I mean he's he's definitely had his moments throughout the years, man. So uh, absolutely, you know the the commentary is is part of the show. It's part of the you know part of the overall performance of what you're seeing live and what we're seeing on TV, man. So um, and, and those who are good at it, man, they're they're really good. So shout out to him, man. Absolutely, shout out to Michael Cole. Absolutely. All right, guys. So this match. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm actually about to, 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 to say this when it comes to this match. But <laughs> I know, right? This match, was it chaotic? Yes. Was it insane? Hell yes. Was it a schmoz? You're damn fucking right it was. And and, and again, and this and it sucks just because I, I can't stand these types of matches. And of course, the build to this match, there wasn't even no build. It was just yeah, thrown together. Right. However, guys, this, this was freaking kick ass yeah <laughs> honest to god yeah. guys i'm just being again i'm being honest i i, I understand this was just thrown together and, and things like that and i hate that and, and i want to be and i want to stick to that and not sound like a hypocrite because i mean this is just again a, a smaz match it, it's a circus type of a match however they did a really solid job brian making this match like i mentioned freaking kick ass and really really fun um a lot of and just a lot just again the moments in this match yeah that's what i was gonna say yep uh-huh absolutely Fre- you know freaking everyone um uh, everyone's just jumps in the ring and starts brawling if, at first at that moment i'm just like okay here we go this is i was i was ready to put this in the ugly column guys i'm not shitting you i mean i was as soon as i saw this match i'm like oh here we go i'm ready for my tally i'm ready to put this in the freaking or i'm ready to mark this as an ugly but as the match continued to go on I, I was just in awe, <laughs> honestly. I mean, you know, after of course. So after that whole brawling situation happened, the Viking Raiders—they're taking control. There was a cool little visual, like a like a camera visual of like a Valhalla or uh, yeah, Valhalla or Sarah Logan and the Viking Raiders. Um, Chad Gable, guys, freaking German suplexes, freaking Braun Strowman, <laughs> holy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and, and this is what I've been saying, guys, too, about Chad Gable. This dude 
can freaking do wonders for your company. Yeah. And, yeah, and it yeah. sucks too, Brian, over his le- and you know, and I spoke about a, a statistic about Chad Gable, and I'm gonna say this next this next statistic, you know, about his last 50 matches, he's only won three out of his last hundred, he's only won 13 of those. 13 of those <laughs> matches. So again, guys, if, if you if my math is done correctly. That's 13 a 13%, and 87%, 13% winning percentage. That is a fucking travesty. But then you see Jer- uh, uh, Chad Gable do shit like this. You know, I scream to Vince McMahon and Triple H, can you, can you fucking, can, can you do something with this fucking guy? Like, seriously, I mean, that was fucking epic. Holy shit, man. Freaking that that German suplex in the moment. I mean, yeah. oh my God, it was freaking awesome. I'm like, I'm like, is he going to German suplex? I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I'm like, can he do it? I'm like, it's, you know, even though Chad Gable is strong, he's got some muscle, but to lift up a dude like Strowman, like that's, I mean, what, what's there, there's gotta be a, at least a foot difference in height. Oh, no doubt. At, at I, least. Absolutely. So that, yeah. Yeah, again, so that, that whole, that whole freaking, that suplex was just freaking out of this world. Um, Ivar misses a moonsault and then Braun Strowman, <laughs> Braun Strowman is doing his best Eddie Guerrero impression with a freaking frog splash from the top rope. Uh, Frickin' Ricochet dives onto Montez Ford from a pinnacle suplex position, taking down everyone. So they're in that whole like suplex position where like eight men are standing up. And then Montez Ford is in that top suplex position. And then Ricochet dives onto the top rope, taking out pretty much. I think that was like the first holy shit moment of the night. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then Braun Strowman, you know, he's doing his whole... uh, his whole freaking um, what, what does he call it? The Braun Strowman Express, where the yeah, the, the, the train or whatever, train yeah. Stuff, but guys, as he goes to Dawkins, Dawkins fucking levels. Freaking yeah. Strowman, I was like, holy yep. shit! Did not see that <laughs> coming. Dawkins is like, yeah, I, I mean, he like shoulder he, tackles him, right? You know, taking you know, pulling out his inner freaking football player or some shit, just leveling freaking Braun Strowman, and then Ricochet freaking. Takes to the skies and does a freaking 450 splash um, and just or onto everybody from the outside. And then, yeah, guys, when this is all said and done, freaking Montez Ford, well, he he hits the south of heavens from the top rope or onto the back. I believe it was to Ricochet um, and then Dawkins. It was onto the back and then Dawkins ends up pinning Ricochet for the W as the Street Profits win this match. Brian, what the fuck did I just watch last night? <laughs> I, I just soaked that all in. You know what? And I'm just going to start this off, and I'm not going to waste any time. And, guys, I can't believe I'm about to do this. And and I got, and, and if I don't do this, guys, I, I again, I shouldn't have a platform. And the reason why I'm not going to give this – I'm not going to say this was great because, again, this match was just thrown – just to just to have a multi and it didn't mean anything. it's it's no title there's no number one contender yeah, exactly. there's no nothing it's just exactly yeah. like i said guys i was ready to put this into the ugly column because of just how lackadaisical this match was thrown but guys this match was fucking there were some moments yes yeah. there was a lot of exciting moments in this match and again it's not one of those typical you know tag matches or multi-tag matches where right from the jump everything is just so chaotic the pace was slowed down. Again, the crowd was into it. You know, Chad Gable doing his shtick. Oh, thank you. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Braun Strowman and everyone else. And then, of course, that's when, of course, it got chaotic. Well, like I said, was it chaotic? Yes. Was it a schmoz? Yes. But was it was it fun? You're goddamn right. And for that, that's going straight into the good column. I know. 
I know, guys. I, I, I'm just as shocked as you are because you guys know on this platform how I can't stand these types of matches. But they did everything, you know, in, in their power or in their or, or in their being to, to to make this match fun. And and I give everybody credit in this match. I mean, you know what they said? They literally just went out there, Brian, and just said, "F it." We know that this we're pretty much quote unquote the downer match because of all yeah. going around. Let's just go out there and just show them what what we can freaking do. And, and to that, I, I give major praise to Chad Gable, um, to freaking Braun Strowman, to freaking the Street Profits, to freaking uh, to again to just to everybody involved. I mean, honestly, hell, even to freaking Ricochet. And I've been critical about Ricochet on this platform since day one. But uh, everybody in, in this match deserves its praise, and it was just done very, very well. Uh, Brian, your thoughts uh, on this in, this match as a whole? Yeah, so I'm, I'm with you. Uh, you know, I was ready to, you know, I'm just not having much interest in this match. It's just four teams to, you know, get them on WrestleMania. Um, that being said, yeah, it, it was pretty entertaining. Um, uh, I'll start out there. There was a spot where uh, Otis gets in the ring or Otis, whatever we want to refer to him now nowadays. Um, and I can't remember if he like shoulder tackles Ricochet or something like that. But I mean, he just flattens them. It was it just again, the visual was just it was so freaking good. Um, you know, again, right before they started brawling, like all four of the big men kind of were getting ready to square off. I wish they had just done that. But then, you know, all eight men get in the ring and, you know, then it's just chaos. But, um, yeah, uh, the spot with the German suplex with Gable, yeah, that was that was pretty damn awesome. Um, uh, gosh, what, oh, yeah, the eye bar. So I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, like, or, you know, so, somebody, you know, was talking about, like, being athletic or we were discussing about, you know, the flips and the dives and, like, like you know, we were saying, like everybody that does this, they're all athletic as shit, right? So a guy like Ibar, right, gets up there and does. Now you're not going to see him do these, you know, every match, nor should he, or Braun no. Strowman for that matter. But but it's WrestleMania, times, dude. <laughs> right, right, right. And and he and it looked good, man. Like yes, these guys and and women, like no matter their size or the build, they're all athletic as shit, man. Um, and can do some <laughs> crazy shit, but uh. Anyway, that being said, yeah, the uh, the shoulder tackle by Dawkins to Strowman, oh man, that was that was, and the camera angle too. Like again, that's part of it. Like how the how the, and again, some of this is just you know divine fucking timing, right? The guy's just there in the right moment, but again, it just looked freaking great, man. Um, you know, again, you know, I, I'm I don't want to be the downer, but here's. I'm going to have a couple tallies for this one and, and I got to put one in the bad and it's just because the street profits won the match. Um, and here's why, just cause you know, we we've talked about this for weeks and, you know, Montez Ford is, he's, he's ready to, to go on a singles run. So I don't know what you're doing there. You've had even, even Dawkins, right? He's been in singles competitions here for the last number, number of weeks. Now you got them thrown in here in this match and they wind up winning when it was, you know, it just, just like, what the fuck are we doing with the street profits? Like that, that's my only drawback to that, but the match itself. Yeah, it was, it was freaking good, man. Um, everybody, everybody had a spot, uh, or two, you know, where they, they look really good. So yeah, overall good match when I wasn't really expecting it. 
I just wouldn't have had like give it to a you know a, if you're gonna have the match, at least have a a fucking tag team that you're not about to break up or I don't know maybe they're not gonna break them up now, but I think that that will be the wrong call. I think they need to be broken up. Um, so either you know have the Viking Raiders go over, or if you're keeping Alpha Academy together, you know have them go over. I I just I don't know, but again then again I don't know their plans. Maybe maybe uh, the Stroop Profits are going to have another tag title run here. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, no, and, and and you're definitely not wrong in regards to the situation. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, we we've said it about the Street Profits for uh for for weeks now, even months now. Um, yeah. and, I, and I also stand by that to this day. I think Montez Ford is ready uh for a singles push. Um again, that doesn't mean necessarily necessarily a title involved. Just, no, just right. as a singles competitor, man, he is freaking he is freaking ready to 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 just soar. Um, but in regards, and and I definitely hear where you're coming from with the street profits. But the more I the more about this, the more about this match that I took away from Brian is that man, this if you can build a tag division properly, it could mm-hmm. be freaking special. Yeah, I mean, could, Alpha yeah. Academy. I mean, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Again, I'm not going to hype up them as a team because they're just not a team. Um, right, the right. Viking Raiders. I mean, the visual that you saw and how special they can mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though they've had like ten thousand gazillion character changes over the last <laughs> right. two or three years. I mean, if you book them properly, they could be freaking special. Um, the Alpha like, Academy, sorry, sorry to interject here, but yeah, as we were saying, like WrestleMania entrances. Like that one last night, man. Uh, the Viking Raiders, just a fucking awesome entrance, man. Absolutely. I mean, of course, like it's you know Alpha Academy. I mean, do I need to say freaking more about the Alpha Academy and how you know you know the crowd has been behind them for so freaking long because they're actually freaking entertaining. I mean, it's Otis and Chad Gable yeah. for God's sake, and they prove it to you that in this match, then in the ring, they can freaking go as well, and even the Street Profits as well. And I understand you, the Street Profits, but they do bring the best out of one another. But like you, but like we've mentioned before, they've hit their ceiling. And again, I don't know what their plans are, but there's yeah. no doubt that Montez Ford is ready. But even the street profits, I think we were, at, you know, at least for for my my point of view, is that we're reminded that the street profits are also a, a solid freaking tag team, and they bring the best out oh, yeah. of one another if they're booked properly. If they're not just thrown into weird singles matches or just thrown into weird situations where they're just trying to build up like for Austin theory, for example, they were just thrown into Austin theory just for him to be built up towards a match with Cena was just very, very weird to me. Um, But again, it reminds you that the street profits, if you book them correctly and what they can do, just both of them bring the best out of one another and the street profits can still be special. So no doubt, Brian, I hear where you're coming from in regards to the street profits and the direction, who knows if they're even going to be broken up at all. Uh, It's going to be weird if you do break them up because then in regards to the tag division, you know, then you're going to have to book people like alpha Academy Viking Raiders, a hell of a lot better moving forward. Yeah, for sure. sure. It's a team that WWE has relied on for a while now. It's going to be a devastating blow. But again, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? We we don't know what what the uh, situation is there. But again, guys, in regards to the, again, <laughs> before I get into this next match here, and like I mentioned, I put this in the good. So now we got two in the good right now, um, and, and zero in the bad, and zero in the ugly. So pretty solid start uh, uh, to this show as of right now. Again, but again, guys, was this match chaotic? Yes. Was it a circus schmaz? Yes. But was it damn freaking entertaining and was it solid? Absolutely it was. And this is when, Brian, 
you show again, it's a showcase. You know, we said showcase, right? And we were both all like my ass, right? <laughs> it indeed was a showcase. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, really was. I, but yep. this is when you showcase talent like this on a grand stage. So even though it was chaotic with spots, but this is when you do it. it. When when the spot, when you're in a grand stage that is WrestleMania, I mean, how many times have we just seen great matches in the middle of television shows on a weekly shows and they they do all of this crazy shit like you saw in this match last night and we're like, well, what's the point? You should be using that time to build stories. But now when it's the pay-per-view, it's your biggest show of the night. I don't mind that. I don't mind this situation at all. So that's what right. I mean, guys. I have to be fair and I have to be honest in this situation. So, um, you know, shock, shocker. Again, I'm still shocked just from <laughs> just from putting this tally into the good. But again, guys, I'm just being honest in regards to the situation. All these men deserve their props. And this match was, you know, I'm going to keep the trend going here. Fucking kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, guys, we have two in the good, which was Cena and theory and of course that men's showcase match in the good and so far guys no in the bad and nothing in the ugly does that continue? i got one in the, i i'm gonna keep one in the bad I, I just think that was a bad bad call having the street profits yeah win, no no absolutely. like i said hey and i'm definitely with you in that regard and of course guys like i said you know i'm sure people's boards are different but again and and brian and and, and no doubt and, and here's the thing too about this platform before i move on i'm always willing to hear people out you know, in regards to certain oh, yeah. situations, as long as it, you know, as long as you're, you're making <laughs> it's logical and it's common sense and, and it, and, you know, there's substance behind it, then yeah, I can get behind it. No doubt, Brian, there's no doubt with the street profits winning is weird, especially if you're going to do a, a split. But I just, again, going back to theory and Cena, there was just more good that just yeah, outweighed yeah. the bad. Um, and there's no doubt, no doubt the bad. And I know, like I said, I, there's no doubt that I see the bad in regards to the street profits winning. Um, again, I just don't think that that's just totally overshadows of what this match was and how, and how it can just overshadow everything that that was good. Um, uh, but I mean, we'll see what, what they do with the street profits moving forward. So yeah. up next, we have Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Match time was 18 minutes in length. Logan Paul pulling out uh, his uh, his uh, HBK entrance with a freaking zip liner to the freaking ring. I don't know if you got. I'm sure Brian, your you're, your head's shaking right now. You remember that whole zip liner entrance with Sean? I, I, I do, and I, I have comments about about this one too. Oh, for sure, for the sure. Freaking, but freaking Logan Paul, he's using a zip liner to the ring. I thought it was pretty. There's a prime mascot as well. We're, and I'm also going to get more into that prime mascot as well. But the the there's a prime bottle. It's a legit guy's a prime bottle. I don't know if you guys know the the drink that uh, that Logan Paul is uh, is on, or he, the owner of Prime Hydration, which is a drink company that Logan Paul is a co-owner of. Um, so there's like a mascot of that prime bottle walking him down to the <laughs> down the the rampway. Um, freaking Seth Rollins comes out with a conductor conducting his theme song as the crowd. And obviously you could, you heard there was piped in crowd noise, yeah, uh, but yeah. still people with fans were still singing along in the moment was still pretty, was still pretty cool. Um, again, it's like that freaking song is going to just, it's just going to be in my fucking nightmares because you guys know how I feel about this freaking song. But again, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, Seth Rollins, I'm going to let him have his moment. And I thought it was a solid, right. Moment. He came out in like uh, he came outfit, out in man. like oh, it, he came out in like in like Omas's bed sheet or some shit like a red <laughs> fucking I don't know what it was and then he had like 
it looked like uh, suspenders where it looked like it was like Jeff Jarrett. I don't know if you remember like what Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. used to wear back in the day, like those suspenders. It looked yeah. like the same way, yeah. like the pink attire and all. But yeah, he before that, he's, he's in like this freaking look again. It looks like a bed sheet. I don't know if he stole it from Omos or some shit. I don't freaking know. But anyway, um, so again, again, guys, I just have to bring up these entrances because, again, it's WrestleMania. And I love, you know, always seeing what uh, what these wrestlers have in store when it comes to the entrances and stuff. Um, again, I mean, match time. I mean, match overall is what I expected it to be. I mean, this match was overall pretty goddamn solid. Um, honest. I mean, again, I'm just being honest and truthful here. I mean, oh, this match was solid overall. Logan Paul was just in his freaking element. Uh, I mean, there's no shocker there. I knew this dude was going to freaking deliver and boy, did this dude freaking deliver. Um, Rollin counters Logan's moonsault. By the way, he ha. He hops onto the ring ropes from the fucking canvas and it delivers the moonsault. I was just, it's like this dude freaking, uh, <laughs> it was just, yeah. it's like this dude freaking, it's, it's like, he's like another from another dimension or some shit. He just like floats up onto the freaking <laughs> to the top rope and he does the freaking moonsault. I thought that was freaking nuts. Um, Logan then hits Seth Rollins with that right hand, that right fist. And then Rollins kicks out at two and nine tenths um uh after that punch the freaking so seth rollins he's then uh he's then going for his uh his stop and the prime hydration bottle pulls logan out of harm's way and it reveals to be ksi who is also another uh influencer boxer um a youtuber um who i actually i of course you know being you know someone who knows YouTube grew up watching new YouTube. I know who the guy is. He's actually very, very talented. He's also, like I said, I mentioned, he's also a boxer along with Logan Paul and he's a damn good one by the way as well. But yeah, guys, KSI, uh, was, it was the prime was in that prime hydration mascot bottle and he saves Logan Paul out of harm's way. They're both clearing the announce table. Logan is about to dive onto the top rope onto the announce table KSI, I guess, has his phone out, kind of similar type of visual of when, uh, like, you know, going viral with the whole with mm-hmm. the match with Roman Reigns, but yet it's KSI holding the phone up. Seth Rollins pulls KSI onto the uh, onto the announce table at right in the same moment where Logan Paul takes off and he just flattens freaking KSI <laughs> onto this announce table. And I give KSI credit; he took a massive freaking announce table bumps yeah, that's, a, that's a nice bump we yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're props is due there so ksi just freaking he's just he's been he's been exiled from this this entire equation after that um again i just and again guys overall this match has been done very very well but again as expected we all freaking knew this um but yeah then uh so Ro- or logan paul does he's trying to do also his best shane mcmahon impression the whole coast to coast thing it looked like and then as soon as yeah. Logan Paul is in midair, Seth Rollins delivers that delivers a um delivers a uh, a super kick in midair. He hits or hits the stomp um onto Logan Paul and Logan or and Seth Rollins wins this match as he picks up the W. Seth Rollins is standing tall and Logan Paul he's like and you can see the facial expressions too from Logan Paul how you know he's just devastated in the moment you can see how frustrated and how just upset he is um you know he goes over to ksi he tries to make sure ksi is okay um but um but yeah man just freaking a really solid freaking match 
Uh, but Brian, I'll have you start this off. Um, your thoughts on this entire match as a whole with Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I'm going to start with the entrances from, from both guys. Cause uh, yeah, man. Um, so I definitely remember the HBK entrance uh, from back in the day, which I mean, yeah, that, that was epic. Uh, this one, uh, not so much. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, so it, it looked like it kind of, it, it didn't start up or he couldn't get any momentum or, or whatever at first. So he kind of is hanging up there for a minute. And then just, he was going so slow. It just, uh, to me, it looked bad. And, you know, kind of, I'm saying this in jest, but fuck you, Logan, for even doing that, from taking that from <laughs> HBK and that entrance. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, don't do that. Come on, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that being said, oh, well, and then Seth's, Seth's entrance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hate the fucking song, but I, I do like the touch with the Hollywood and the conductor. And, and yes, noise was piped in, but I, I did kind of like that touch. Um, and then him coming out, I mean, <clears throat> goddamn, if he doesn't have some ridiculous ass outfits, man. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the hell he was wearing, but I can't imagine the freaking closet of Becky and, and Rollins. Oh home. my god, like, can you imagine right? the yeah. shit that's in that fucking closet? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like, <laughs> imagine like going through that closet, huh? Like, what should I freaking like, no, yeah. that's not it. Oh, yes, this is the one, and takes out a fucking bed sheet or whatever the fuck yeah. he's wearing to the ring. Uh, but yeah, just it was freaking hilarious. But but again, I guess that's what makes Seth Rollins Seth Rollins and uh, why people love uh, right, Seth. right. Um, so that being said, like once you got the entrances out of the way, yeah, the match, what match was good, man, as, as we expected, um, you know, you said this match was about 18 minutes. Do you, do you have any idea how, how long he went with Roman, uh, back at crown jewel? Um, uh, that is a very good question. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no I idea. Say, I don't think it was any, I don't think it was near 18 minutes. I think it, it had to be a little bit less than that. Maybe, maybe, maybe around 15 minutes or so. I would say I have to go back. I have notes, I believe on that. So I have to go back and check, but uh, I was just going to say that, yeah, I mean, approach it. So this was 18 minutes, you know, approaching the 20 minute mark, man, if you're going 20 minutes in, in a, in a wrestling match at WrestleMania, I mean, that's, you know that that's that's like another notch up, right? To to go twenty minutes and hold your own and and to pull it off, especially again, like a guy that's not he's he's not trained in this. He hasn't been doing this, um, you know, for his entire life. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's again, if he if he wanted to do it and, and commit himself to to this and and leave everything else because. Obviously, if you're going to do this full time, it's a full time commitment. Um, and again, he he wouldn't make the money that I'm sure he does elsewhere, you know. But if he wanted to to do this full time, he no doubt has would have a future in it, you know. Um, so that being said, um, yeah, good match. Uh, listen, I I don't know who KSI is, nor maybe should I, because I'm just not that. I'm just, it's not my generation, and it, it it is what it is, man. I have no idea who he is. So that little spot was, I mean, yeah, it was cool, you know, kind of you know pulling him on the table and whatever. Logan hitting his own guy, you know, that that's fine. A, a WrestleMania moment that I'm sure probably. 
because with the views and the eyeballs that that Logan is going to pull into WrestleMania, I'm sure he could put a, a few things in the contract of uh, I, I just even promoting his own drink coming down the aisle, right? Like that's, I mean, I mean, how uh, how much more self promotion can you can you do as you're coming down to the ring? Um, but the match match was good. Uh, uh, Rollins, yeah, I think he had to win this. Um, I don't know where where he goes from here. Uh, you know, coming out of yeah, I guess we'll we'll maybe see this week. But yeah, it was a good match, man. Um, it, Logan, Logan. Uh, as, as much as I, I, I don't connect with them, nor does I'm sure most of my generation. And you know, whatever. I got to give the dude his props, man, because he can pull some shit off in the ring that like. Average people can't do that shit, man. Like you can't, you can't just hop in the ring and go fucking eighteen minutes with Seth Rollins. You know, you, you just can't fucking do that. So yeah, yeah g- good match, good match, absolutely. Yeah, and of course, and I didn't waste any time as well as, as this match. Um, for me, is going straight into the good again, guys. I, I don't see anything bad about this match that's overweighing the good. I, again, I'm just being straight. Straight honest with you guys. Uh, I mean, Logan Paul, as expected, was freaking kick ass in this match, like you said, Brian. I mean, and again, I'm not like I like Logan Paul, and I and, and I and I respect Logan Paul of the work that he does as a YouTuber and everything, and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of him. But I have but I like and I have respect for him, and I have major re- respect of what he's done so far in his WWE career, sure, especially in this freaking match because my God, this dude. You know, outside of the whole the zipliner shit, which is you know fair, fair for you to say, you know, but like, <laughs> I, I expected it to move pretty slow because I mean he's not Shawn Michaels, and of course you know they want to I guess play it safe, go the safe route or whatever. But yeah, but still, I mean, uh, and I can see where people are coming from with that. But the match itself, I mean, this dude is has just been solid, and and the segments that he's he was also in prior up to this match have been damn freaking solid. And for that, I have to give yeah. where credit is due. Um, and and of course, with Seth Rollins, he has to win this match. We've said that for weeks now. Where he goes r- remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, everything as a whole, the match, uh, the this again, even the in ring psychology stuff. I mean, you can tell like they these dudes going into this match and like the 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 moves that they were producing, they could not stand one another, and that's mm-hmm. great. Make me fucking believe that shit. I freaking like that. Yeah, um, but no doubt the, these two deserve their praise. And again, guys. This has kind of been the trend all night. There was more good that outweighed the bad in this match. Um, both dude deserves their praise, and the right person also won as well at the end of the day. So major props to Seth and Logan Paul for a very solid third match. So three, three goods, guys, and zero bad and zero ugly. Now, Brian, I know you have a bad um, from, I believe it was the winner of that whole showcase match again, which is rightfully so. Yeah. And here's the thing, guys, even though... And I got an ugly now, too, with the entrance. A- that's, that's an ugly. Like <laughs> the, I said, fuck zip, you, Logan, for even doing stuff. that. The zipliner? The zipliner zip shit. The zipliner entrance are getting you fair enough. And again, here's... But again, so my, my, my issues, I, I know throughout this match or, or throughout this show... These are minor, minor things. Like the show yeah. overall was fucking <laughs> yeah. good. These are, I'm just like looking at things that are like, yeah, like, yeah. You're, yeah. 
Like, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> no, right. I completely get it. And here's the thing, guys, even though we're co-partners, you know, we're not going to always agree on everything. Trust me. If we just agree on everything, then this show would pretty much be fucking boring. So, <laughs> right. but, but of course, we always try to make this as entertaining as possible for you guys. But yeah, I mean, if we're we're not always going to agree on anything. And that's why I have Brian here, because, you know. He's from a different generation of wrestling. I'm from a different generation of wrestling. This is why the platform is what it is, because you're getting two different perspectives of, due di of oh, two different sure. eras. So, you know, this is why we have the platform that we have. So no doubt, Brian, and we both hear, you know, and, and, and we both hear where we're coming from, because, you know, at the end of the day, we both want to make professional wrestling great. And that's the whole thing about this platform. So, yeah, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, though, Brian, I think we can both agree that this is a pretty damn solid start. It is show yep. overall three matches in yep. again. Do they continue? Well, we're going to find out up next is the six woman tag match. This was damage control versus Becky Lynch, Lita and Trish Stratus. The <laughs> Becky Lita and Trish, their entrance, I guess was some type of comic shtick. And it was okay. Kind of one of the, uh, it was, eh. um, yeah. the, the screen was black and white and everything. Uh, again, guys, just just uh, but here's the thing, though, too. It's just seeing Lita and Trish in a match in 2023. Holy shit, man. Uh, <laughs> if you would have told me that maybe a year or two ago, I would have laughed in your face. But here we are. Yeah. Uh, so it was just it's just so good to see them in the ring. And again, these two look freaking phenomenal. I've said this for weeks now that these these women look so freaking good. It's like they're still in their prime. Um, it, it's, it's, it's awesome to see, but match time was 15 minutes in length. All six women start to brawl before the bell even rings, uh, damage control. They're dominating the match early. Uh, Bailey takes out Trish in this match before Becky can make the tag. So Becky Lynch is getting really getting the, getting the beat down quick. Becky was very physical in this match as well. If you guys, yeah. a lot of her, a lot of her moves, a lot of her punches were very, very physical. Like she was laying into these motherfuckers uh, with, with these punches and with these kicks. Um, Lita's pace though, was very, very slow, um, which is again, you know, and, it, and it's, and it's very understandable. And you can tell with, especially with a, a wrestler like EO sky, you can tell they're, their chemistry was thrown off. It had to slow the pace of EO down as well, which, and again, and also here's the thing too, guys, the crowd was very, very, just not into it. Um, at yeah. least for the most part of this match towards the end of it, they were, but for the most part of this match, this crowd was just not, just not into it. It just did not feel very WrestleMania esque. Um, and it's a shame because I've, I've been, I, I've been loving this team of Becky and Lita and even Trish added to the mix, but, um, yeah, just very, very odd. I don't just something was just off um in, in this match. And and of course Lita and her her um just the pace, her pace was just very slow. It was just, I think it was just throwing off everybody um in, in this match as a whole. Uh triple super kick was delivered to Lita. Uh EO interferes when the ref wasn't looking as uh uh Bailey hits the rose plant, Bailey kicks out at two. Um, EO Sky hits her beautiful fucking moonsault um, onto everybody from the outside. Um, everybody gets back into the ring. They start brawling. And when it's all said and done, Becky wins this match via the manhandle slam from the second rope as she pins Bailey. Bailey takes the pinfall in this match as Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus win this six woman tag. Um, I'll start. Um, man, this was. I'm I'm not gonna say this was ugly. I I'm not, I'm not gonna say this was ugly. I don't think this deserves to go into the ugly, but no. was this good? 
there there's an argument to say to 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 say otherwise Brian um and it's just that this match again the crowd was just not into it it was a little bit sloppy at times um and again because and but I, and I and I hate to do this as well because all women busted their ass in this match um as well as Trish and Lita of course we talked about the heel turn which I kind of thought was going to be weird in the moment anyway it's like oh is this heel turn going to happen even though it wouldn't really be the right way to go about business, especially if, if, you know, wondering how they would do it. Um, but yeah. And even damage control winning this match guys, like how in the fuck can I now take damage control seriously? I, I mean, serious. I mean, honest. And also here's the thing too, Brian, is that I really feel like damage control needed this match a lot more. And I understand Becky and Lita are your champs and I don't like champs just freaking losing, but mm -hmm. damage control needed this moment. They 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 did. I, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I hear they you. Needed this freaking moment, Becky. It would do no harm to Becky Lynch at all, even to Lita as well. Um, because it's it, again, it's just I understand that you're tag champions, but again, in this situation and in in and in this scenario, it would do no harm to them. And to me, damage control was the right way to go. They did not do that. The match just for some reason felt underwhelming. It was very sloppy and the crowd was just not into it. And guys, I hate to do this. Um, I, I really do because I love all six of these women. And we had high hopes about this, this six woman tag. But unfortunately, this six woman tag goes into the bad. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, feel I, I wanted to put this in the good, Brian. I really did because <clears throat> there was some, there was a lot of good in this match. There really was. Um, but in regards to everything that I just mentioned, it just outweighed that good. And again, I want to be consistent when it comes to this review. More good outweighed the bad in these first three matches. However, with this match was the complete opposite. Um, again, props to to Becky, Lita, and Trish. I love all I love all three of those women. Um, it's so good to see Trish and Lita back in the ring. Um, and that was obviously one of the good parts of this match, just seeing the, those two in the freaking ring competing. Um, and just, but again, the, the atmosphere was low. The match was very sloppy at times and mm -hmm. yeah, just something was very underwhelming and just something just did not hit. And for that is the reason why this match has to go into the bed. You know, again, I had to think about it. I had to sit on it, but I think this is the most logical and the most honest take I can, I can give you guys is that this match unfortunately has to sit into the bed. So Brian. I'm gonna send the floor off to you, your thoughts on this match and your final tally for this match. Yeah, I, I kind of feel along the same lines as you. Um, you know, the the women involved. Uh, you know, I I, I like everybody involved. Um, and while I, I kind of knew, you know, that Becky and Trish and Lita were were winning this match, I feel the same that I think Damage Control should have won the match. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, the match was sloppy at times okay at others uh i hear what you're saying about lita and and that's I, you know i always get skeptical when when you know i, I love seeing trish and lita out there you know yes it's a great nostalgia moment but and not i mean listen you know at 50 years old even to do what they did last night in the ring again it's fucking hard to do not many people can do it but when when you're you're watching it on TV or or you're you know the last time you saw these people in the in the ring they were doing it like this 
and now 20 years later they can only you know kind of get raised up to this level you know it just kind of it, it it's it's just a little bit of a downer you know what i mean i i don't know how else to explain it um not that i mean again I, I can't stress it enough. Kudos for being 50 years old and going out and doing something like that because it's fucking hard. Um, but, you know, that being said, uh, again, as you said, you know, like, yeah, can you, you you can't have the tag champs taking a pin. Could you done it, you know, have Becky taking the pin? Sure. I, I definitely don't like Bailey taking the pin. Um, yeah, man. I, 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 yeah, I was surprised about Bailey taking the pinfall. That was like, wow, that was, that was very, that was very interesting move uh, to go there. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know where they're going, you know, after Mania with Bailey, but I, you know, as I've mentioned, you know, on this podcast here in the last number of weeks, like when, when you think about the four horsewomen, right? Bailey and Sasha are, 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 are the, the, the top notch of that group. And man, I just want to see Bailey in something like I, I don't know. I I feel like she's been kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. Um, and and I, I hope that she she gets something here after Mania. But yeah, I, I'm gonna overall agree with you. Um, I'm I'm putting it in the bad category. Oh, one more real real quick thing though. One bright spot. Yeah, the, the moonsault by Eo. Look. She is that is the best in the business, bar none, men, Seriously. women, whatever. Seriously, it, it, oh my it doesn't God. matter. She does it better than <laughs> anyone. And I would argue, damn near anything like anything aerial, like she's in that conversation with, with the best to do it in the industry, man. It's no doubt, no doubt. God yeah. damn, it's fucking good, man. Absolutely. Um, so shout out to EO, but uh, yeah, um. You know, I expected, you know, uh, them to win the match, Becky, Lita, and Trish. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I hope they have something for Bailey after Mania. That, that's that's how I'm going to uh, close that out. But, yeah, I'm going to – I'm with you. I'm putting it in the bad category. Yeah, and, and you got to think with damage control. Like, where does damage control go from here? I, I, honestly, guys, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I mean – Damage. We've all had high hopes about damage control, and I've said that for months and 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 even almost close to a year now. Um, yeah. Especially having this platform, not just on this podcast, but this platform, it's just like, where where do they go here? I mean, they're they've been overall they've been booked like a freaking joke. Uh, they do not they have not felt special for the majority of their run at all. It just I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not yeah. you know uh, unless there's plans for them to really to really soar. After Mania, I mean, I, I don't. Again, I just don't know how fans can take them seriously after everything that's built up to this point and them losing this match. It's just it just seems weird to me. So, but yeah. look, even though we've had a hot start to the show, this was no doubt the one blunder to this match. And again, I love all six of these women, but you know, sometimes, you know, again, guys, I just have to be honest and I have to call shit out when it needs to be called out. Up next, we have father versus son. Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Guys, I, I'm going to show you this board. I put in a good just from these fucking entrances. I, I mean, <laughs> honest to get, seriously, these were probably the two best entrances of the night. Um, and I'm about, and I'm about to show you, and I'm about to demonstrate or uh, read through these entrances as I go through here. So Dominic is legit 
coming straight out of fucking prison, freaking <laughs> going into a house of correction, uh, corrections, uh, uh police, um, van, van. Yeah. um, just, you know, coming th- and he's coming through the crowd. Um, he gets out of the van, you know, he has this hood on, he takes the hood on, he's handcuffed by the way. And it's Ray, and he has Ray Mysterio's mask on. Um, there was it was like a vignette for him from him going to prison all the way into into yeah. the ring. I just thought the visual and everything was just so fucking badass. Guys, Dominic, this is fucking Dominic with the same Dominic that not too long ago was just known to just be Ray Mysterio's son. Yeah, I mean seriously, and this dude is coming out, and he it's like, and then you have like the the police officers they're surrounding uh dominic it's it's like you ever see like in the ufc or in boxing where they have security guards and they're as they're walking up uh the the fighter to the ring that's pretty much the visual here from dominic uh just a sick freaking entrance man um Do- i mean dominic everything that this dude has done has just been freaking it's been freaking tremendous and then we go to ray mysterio's entrance where legit he is riding <laughs> He is riding inside of a caddy with Snoop Dogg banging out to Eddie Guerrero's theme music. Absolutely fucking epic, guys. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, I thought the shit was going to start fucking bouncing. Like, I know, thought Eddie they were going to do it too, do. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, God, it was just so freaking cool. Um, and then Bad Bunny, by the way, was also on commentary. He was on the Spanish announce team. But yeah, the freaking entrance with with Rey Mysterio, Snoop Dogg. He's kind of like vibing out to Rey Mysterio's theme music. It was just so freaking cool, guys. I mean, you gotta also love Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's funny. I hear Snoop. I hear Snoop Dogg's like a traitor because he was on freaking AEW months ago, and now here he is back with WWE. I also think that's kind of funny. That's a different story for a different day, though. By the right. way, but um, but yeah, guys, these entrances, I, 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 guys. I don't know what kind of human being I would be if I did not just put those two entrances in the good, especially the build up to everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, Brian? I think that that's what makes these entrances even more special. Yeah. Just, just from that alone. Um, but then I, and then I just get to the freaking match. I, I mean, and this match was, I thought the one weird thing though, that this match was sponsored by a um, Cinemoji toast crunch or just cinnamon toast crunch was weird. <laughs> was it was it? one of those sponsor type matches. That's, I remember seeing something in the corner and I just, I just blew it off. It was a mascot of a <laughs> yeah. cinnamon toast crunch or some shit. I don't yeah. freaking, I, I don't freaking know. But anyway, but yeah, the bell rings and then like the moment is soaked in with an epic stare down between the father and the son, which is Dominic and Ray, uh, Ray, <laughs> He rate again the match, guys, was very again so freaking well done. Everything you name it about this match was just done, done absolutely just correctly. Uh Rey Mysterio takes out a freaking belt and just starts whipping Dominic. You know, that's what I'm sure you know fathers would, you know, did back in the day. But unfortunately, right, in right. today's freaking world, you can't do freaking do that anymore. But freaking you know, Ray takes out a belt, he starts whipping Don with it. Freaking now, uh Aaliyah and Angie. Um, you know, Ray's daughter and Ray's wife are are sitting at uh, at ringside. Uh, Dominic throws a drink or her or Aaliyah's drink in her face, and because of that, freaking Aaliyah tries to jump over the freaking barricade. Ray is like, you know, he 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 tempts to the situation. He's holding uh, Aaliyah back, and with that slight distraction, freaking freaking clobbers freaking Ray Mysterio. I love that sequence. Everything yeah. about that sequence, guys, go back and watch that. That was done so, just so freaking beautifully. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, Dominic just, 
and it's just everything about that little sequence guys was just so was just so well done and that just has to be praised of itself um just very, again very very well done again ray mysterio is coming to the aid because again it's his daughter you know it's the family mm-hmm. and dominic knows that and he takes advantage of that with that slight distraction freaking angie uh, later in this match freaking slaps dominic across his freaking face uh, a pop just erupts just from that slap to the face um, uh, Dominic's like talking shit. He's like doing the freaking like snorting and like like booger out of uh towards uh, Leah and, and his and his mother Angie. I thought you know, and then freaking Dominic gets a slap in the face for good measure there after talking a bunch of shit. Um, you know, and because of that, after that slap, Dominic pushes or uh, uh, Ray Mysterio pushes Dominic face first into the into the ring post. Balor and then Priest enter ringside as they now start to get involved. Ray Mysterio hits the six one nine. Uh, Finn and Priest they get involved. And then Legato Del Fantasma comes out to the A. The LWO, the new version <laughs> of the LWO, come out to the ring. Uh, Dominic hits his own 619 um, and a frog splash. However, Rey Mysterio kicks out at two and nine tenths. Dominic then starts exposing the turnbuckle. The referee catches him, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And as the referee is putting the turnbuckle back on, Rey Mys- or Dominic receives. Or he goes into the other corner and grabs a steel chain. It looked like that was like a, a like a Damian Priest's jacket that was handed right. to Dominic by underneath the, the ring ropes there. He grabs out the steel chain and guys, Bad, <laughs> Bad Bunny interferes, freaking takes away the freaking chain away from Dominic, uh, drop, kicks, uh, drop kicks Dominic, hits the 619 into the ropes, and hits the frog splash and Rey Mysterio wins this match as this match in total was 15 minutes in length and i'm not going to waste any time and brian i'm going to get to your thoughts this match of course i gave already a good with the with the entrance and uh, and of course this match of it of itself deserves another good there um so right now we have five guys five in the good one in the bad and zero in the freaking ugly. I mean, guys, do I need to say more about <laughs> this entire situation with Ray and Dominic and how everything leaning up to this point has just been done so beautifully? Um, and of course, even after the match, freaking you saw Dominic and the look that he gave looking up to his family as the, the uh, uh, Ray Mysterio family is in is in the ring celebrating after Ray Mysterio's victory. And Dominic is just on the rampway with a disgusted look on his face. It's just, again, everything from start to fucking finish was just so it was just done so freaking well. Um, again, Brian, it's just like I know it's WrestleMania. I know that it's your grand stage, and this is when WWE goes all out. I just wish more shows were like this, man, where this yeah. company just gives a fuck. And, and this is what and this is what you get, guys, when WWE actually gives a fuck. And it's a and it's the most beautiful thing. Just on this earth <laughs> in a nutshell, Brian, uh, your, your thoughts on this match and everything as a whole between Ray Mysterio and Dominic. I'm going to start with the entrances as well. You know, if, if I'm going to, uh, shit on Logan's Logan Paul's. Yeah. I gotta, gotta give a shout out to Dom and Ray's entrances here. Um, yeah, the little, the little vignette, uh, for Dom, you know, they played before his entrance into the arena, and him coming out with the luchador mask. Yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty good entrance. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Ray coming out with Snoop. And uh, so, yeah, at, at first they were playing uh, nothing but a G thing. Like, and, you know, yeah. for those that, that don't remember that, I mean, that that song and that album 
just it changed fucking music period like you know god i can remember i can still remember going to a store called sam goody i don't know if you might have never even heard of that james i don't know i have no fucking clue <laughs> <laughs> sam goody man what does i know that i know snoop dogg and i know the song I, yeah. I i actually listen to a lot of like that old school like rap especially like you know people like tupac and people like you know biggie smalls and all that stuff so i know i know that style of rap but yeah that that uh, yeah i have no idea about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm too so, young guys again this is why brian's here because i have no fucking idea so, so for, for for the young audience out there that was a that was a store that you went to to buy your tapes and your cds and right, your yeah, records yeah, and whatever and, yeah when when it was really really when, big when people were collecting records yeah yeah okay yeah right right so so anyway i can still remember going going to sam goody and buying that fucking album you know oh yeah. man that was just i didn't know was it was a, just called that <laughs> yeah I, sam, I, no I mean there's a couple of them but but at least yeah. on the east coast here in maryland or where i grew up sam goody was the that or tower records i guess yeah 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 but and anyway, guys, honestly, it was just everything was done just so well um, and got and, sh- and props to Dom. And I know like in the moment, you know, everyone's trying to stay in character. But you guys know that uh, that entire family, including Dominic, just has to feel just so like in awe of what I mean, this is a match that everybody in the in the Mysterio family, especially Dominic, that I, I don't know. I mean, Dominic, you know, he may not he may have another tremendous WrestleMania moment, but I don't think anything for at least for him personally is going to top this wrestling his yeah. father on on the on the grandest stage that is and his family family's right his there yeah, absolutely i mean honestly yeah. um just a really tremendous moment and that and that's what's the most special about all of this um in, in a nutshell so props to both ray and uh and dominic um just from the entrance to all the way to the end everything was just done beautifully and the build was just even better leading up to this moment up next we have our SmackDown women's title match. This was Rhea Ripley, the challenger versus Charlotte Flair, your champion. Match time, guys, was legit 24 minutes in length. 24 freaking minutes. Shockingly, guys, this was really good as well. Uh, again, I know it's a Charlotte Flair. James, you're talking positively about a Charlotte Flair match? Yes, I am. I mean, go back and watch this freaking match. This I don't think it takes a rocket scientist either to 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 see that this match was just beautifully done. I just wish the build up to this match was better and then there would be an argument to 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 put this into the main event. And thankfully this was not the main event, guys. We, we I I spoke heavily yeah. about this on on social media, on our Instagram story, I made the announcement on, on Instagram and made the announcement on our Facebook page. This was the right call to not have the, have this, the main event. I think we can all, or at least most of us, I believe can, can agree. Um, however, these women went out there and they put on a pretty damn solid, good match. Um, Rhea freak, uh, Rhea delivers a shoulder tackle and, and gives the whole suck it pose to start the match, to start up the, to start it off. Um, again, the pace, very nice and slow. Charlotte Flair, guys, is actually fucking selling. I mean, how many times <laughs> have I said this on this platform that she does not like to sell? She does not like to use in-ring psychology. Well, guess what? She finally fucking did that for once. And, and that deserves its praise. I mean, guys, I know we we have our thoughts about Charlotte Flair, and rightfully so, but she deserves she deserves her props in this freaking match. She she did she did her thing. It takes two to tango, as I always as as well as I always say. Um, crowd though is heavily behind Rhea, which is something that 
uh, as well, I, I was very skeptical and very worried about. But yeah, the crowd is heavily behind Rhea. As, but it's no shocker, though, because we kind of knew the crowd was going to heavily behind Rhea. Um, yeah. But again, the crowd is into it. Um, Charlotte counters the Riptide into a DDT. I thought that that sequence was done well. Charlotte hit it. Sh- Charlotte hit that DDT so freaking good. And Rhea Ripley sold it even better. I thought that yeah, was very, yeah. very nice. Um, Rhea Ripley suplexes Charlotte face first. It was like a suplex, and Charlotte, her her freaking uh, her what are you doings did not break the fall. It was legit her freaking face that that uh, that that cra- that just hit crash landing there. It just it looked pretty pretty freaking brutal. Um, again, this match overall was just physical as in in, in a nutshell. Honestly, um, Charlotte goes for the spear. Rhea sidesteps and almost hits the referee. Um, and then Rhea hits the riptide, but Charlotte Flair kicks out. Um, Rhea Ripley then locks in the cloverleaf. Charlotte Flair ex- escapes. Um, again, the referee, again, I thought the referee in the spots was weird. Uh, if I had to make one blunder about this match, yeah. the refs weirdly being involved. I don't know if it, w- if it was botched. Maybe the referee was supposed to get knocked out or something, or maybe that was, but I don't know. It was, the, the, it was yeah, just very I know weird. What you mean. I'm sure you can agree, Brian. Yeah. Yep. But outside of that, I mean, the, the match overall was, was freaking damn good. Again, Rhea has that cloverleaf locked in. Charlotte escapes and hits the spear. Um, You know, both ladies are going blow to blow. So Rhea kicked out of that spear, of course. Both ladies, they're on their knees. They're talking shit. They're just going blow for blow, fist to fist. Um, You know, and again, guys, I know, Brian, you've spoken heavily about stuff with AEW. How Every match, you see the chops, you see the blows. But this is, but in this moment, but how many times in a match do we see that from AEW? It's probably, I don't Mm -hmm. know, about 10,000 times in a match. But this one time, one time is what made would made the moment special. The crowd would exactly. get into it. Even though Rhea is pretty much the baby face in this match is, you know, is what we were afraid of happening. But still, that is when you have that blow to blow exchange. So I thought that that was done very well. Um, so yeah, guys, when it's all said and done, Rhea hits Charlotte with the riptide from the second rope. And Rhea Ripley is your new SmackDown women's champion as Rhea Ripley stands tall pyro is going off and Charlotte Flair she's on the outside and she's smiling um and I actually kind of got a little bit of goosebumps because I think that Charlotte Flair knew what she created in that match in regards yeah I got the same feeling I had the same vibes about Sasha Banks years ago when she had the match with Bianca Belair that match and how special that was and Sasha Banks there was a video of her pretty much smiling but it was happy tears, like because she knew what her, what what she and, and and Bianca accomplished that night. Same goes for Charlotte Flair, um, in that moment. So, and again, guys, I know I talk I talk very you know skeptical and I'm very critical about Charlotte, but here's the thing, guys. I've always said this: Charlotte Flair has talent. She has talent, and when you book her right, and when she actually fucking sells for once, and 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 she does a tremendous job. And this match was a, a complete great example of that. So with all that being said, Brian, I'm going to get to your thoughts. But this match, guys, and I, I can't put it as a great because, guys, this match was really kick ass. And this match was damn mm-hmm. good. I would put this into the great and I, and that great would be two freaking goods in regards to the situation. However, the build was very lackluster. It, it was taken off of the main event scene because of it. However, because of that, it's not going to get a great. But this match, as a whole, 
gets a freaking good for me. Um, very solid for both women. Props to both ladies. The right woman won this match, which was which was Rhea Ripley. Hopefully, you know she gets continues to get skyrocket to the top of this uh, this mm-hmm. women's division. Uh, and again, you know, and moving forward, guys, can we please do this as well? Just p- moving forward, put Charlotte Flair in just something meaningful that just does not involve the fucking title. Because if you're yeah. going to continue to do that, then that's when I'm going to just continue to get fucking pissed and get more and more fucking critical because, but you know what, Brian, I, I in a nutshell, I kind of see it coming in the next few months. But however, outside of all of that, this match, I just wish the build was better and this would have gotten a fucking great for me. But this match as a whole was damn solid and it was damn good. And the right person won in Rhea Ripley. And uh, just the moment itself was very, very special. Brian, your final thoughts before we get into um, this weird little segment that <laughs> that was cut before the main event. And then, of course, we'll get into the main event, which was the the tag match between the Usos, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But yeah, Brian, your thoughts on this women's title match? Yeah, very similar thoughts to yours. Um, I will say, so coming out, uh, like the makeup that, that Rhea had, again, I just, I love the look. Um, you know, it, it just... It, you know, again, when, when these the performers, you know, with the entrances or changing up their makeup or whatever, you know, it just adds to the character and and things of that nature. So, I like Rhea's look for this match. Um, yeah, fans definitely behind Rhea as as we we thought. Uh, you know, because of the build and because of you know, unfortunately, Charlotte Flair being who Charlotte Flair is or has been. Um. Yeah, you mentioned that DDT uh, by Charlotte. <laughs> I yeah. had that too. Yeah, that the DDT and the selling by Rhea. Yeah, that was. I mentioned a couple weeks ago how much I love a good DDT. Man, that was a fucking good one. Absolutely, that that was that was really good. Um, yeah, that that ugly landing for Charlotte, where you know later on in the match you can see like a little bit, like the like the yeah, top layer of skin has been yeah. like you know taken off but mm-hmm. if you go back and look at that well i'm sure that sucked hitting their face like go back and look at her knees hitting the the, the way her knees hit like i wouldn't be surprised if at least like long you know more long term or or you know lingering things like that was probably worse than than the face uh cuz man both of her knees just slammed into the mat pretty fucking hard um and you had mentioned this uh, like a week or two ago. And, you know, so I just mentioned um, EO's moonsault, right? Fucking Charlotte can't hit a moonsault. Like, Dude, her, oh my sh- God. It's like, I mean, I, I, <laughs> everything, I, everything that Charlotte Flair <laughs> did was, but that freaking moonsault. I know, I know. You can't connect it. It, no, it is every... so, oh my God. Guys, <laughs> I, I want people to do this. Put us side by side with EO's moonsault and Charlotte Flair's moonsault. It, it does. It's not even in the same fucking league. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and that's what I don't get about the praise that Charlotte Flair has always gotten because she's the she's athletic. Charlotte or EO Sky is just as better. It's just as good as freaking Charlotte Flair is. Even Naomi, who's gotten not even a centimeter of her of Charlotte Flair's booking is just as athletic as her. Um, yeah. yeah, that freaking moonsault. Yeah, like like you mentioned. I mean, every time, every time, she's either off to the left or right, and the and the, just, the other wrestler has to. Just so she just bad. hits their arm, right? It just it, grazes it, the arm. She doesn't connect to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah no doubt. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. <laughs> so it just oh, yeah, it, it was just the difference in that, and and like I said, that's 
again, I, I, I'm I'm saying most of these things in jest because I mean, fuck, damn if I can do it, right? Like, so just to even attempt it or do it, <laughs> I'd be scared to death. I I I wouldn't even attempt it because I'm for sure would break my fucking neck. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, kudos oh, to you, Charlotte. But just like in the in the in the uh, aesthetic of everything, maybe just retire that from your arsenal because it just it never comes out looking like no. you think it will <laughs> no. No. um but that being said man yeah Rhea Rhea had to win this match it's it's her time um and, and I agree with you I think that you know because it kept you know cutting back to Charlotte at ringside you know kind of sitting there with a smile on her face and yeah I think that I, I got the vibe that that was just kind of like uh in the moment like we know we just had a damn good match and you know I'm I'm happy with it. It was that like that kind of vibe. Um so yeah, man, I interested to see where you know this title reign for Rhea now. Um you know, I go back to the match prior, right? I, I mean I know Rhea's match followed Dom's, but you know, we had mentioned uh Judgment Day, Finn and, and Priest coming out there for Dom's match, but no Rhea, right? And we've seen that in the last couple of weeks where you know, for, for a time there, right? Anytime you saw one, you saw the other. Well, here the last, like, two, three weeks, like, we're, we're seeing them kind of separated. Um, and you hear the, the crowd reaction, you know, for Rhea winning the title, man. So I don't I don't know if this is a, a face turn coming fairly soon here with Rhea. Um, I, I, I would hope not. Like, I still want to see her as the heel champion, but... You know, if if they, I, I understand why they would turn her, um, just because of fan reaction. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But Rhea definitely had to win this, and it was it was a damn good match. It it really was. Um, so yeah, great great by both women, both performers, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Very well said. And to everybody that may, on this platform that may think that I just shit on everything that Charlotte Flair says, well, you can now go fuck yourself because I just <laughs> pretty much praised everything about this match that Charlotte Flair did. But in all seriousness, uh, no doubt, Brian, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, it's again, regardless of of maybe where this goes from here with Rhea Ripley, um, no, no doubt she had to win this match. The right person won this match. Um, and, and Charlotte Flair, she did her, she did her thing again. It takes two to tango, as I always mention. you know, you know, even Charlotte Flair, you know, coming up, you know, on the short end of the stick of this match, losing it. Uh, she deserves her praise because she, she definitely did a phenomenal job. And for mm -hmm. that, she deserves her flowers and she deserves her praise, um, you know, and everything as a whole when it comes to this match. So before we get into the main event, there was like a little bit of a, uh, I want to, I guess, just a little bit of a bonus type of little uh, yeah. here. So, well, The Miz and Snoop Dogg, they're back in the middle of the ring. They announced the attendance of SoFi Stadium, which was 80,497 uh, in attendance. Um, so, very, again, just, you know, <laughs> again, I mean, I mean, you saw the visuals from the beginning of the night. I mean, just the how packed that freaking that freaking stadium was. And I'm sure it's going to be even more packed tonight. Um, you yeah. know, curious to see what that number is, if it's anything less or anything, maybe stays the same, who knows? Um, so Miz talks about an open challenge that he pretty much discussed that nobody has respond to Pat McAfee hits the <laughs> ring. Uh, Pat McAfee then challenges Miz, but Miz says, listen, as the host, I can't make the matches. And then the, and then McAfee and the fans just start chanting tiny balls. 
Uh, Snoop Dogg then makes it official. You know, he's like, listen, which I thought was kind of weird. He's like, listen, I'm the host, but yet, uh, but I can't make the match. And then Snoop Dogg's like, oh, well, I'm the host. I can make this match official. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg was funny. He's like, listen, this is what you do. Like, it's like, listen, I'm not a wrestler. I just rap. <laughs> I just thought right. they got a pretty much just throwing him into the freaking wolves. Yeah. Thought, it's like, I'm out of here. Like deuces. Like I'm out <laughs> freaking freaking love Snoop Dogg. But anyway, so yeah, we, I guess we get an impromptu uh, match here between McAfee and the Miz. Um, George Kittle was sitting at ringside. By the way, <laughs> Michael Cole is like losing his shit because you know, he's friends with Pat McAfee. I guess maybe this is one of those moments where maybe Michael Cole just did not know that Pat McAfee was going to be there. Cause he said that, publicly um when he when he returned to the when pat mcafee came back at the royal rumble like i had no idea that was my genuine reaction i had no idea that that was going to happen yeah. um so maybe the same could follow suit for this moment yeah and and i like that you know make the moment feel that much more special of, of even commentators not knowing what's going to happen so that way they can make the moment feel and they give out their genuine reaction so um you know if that's the case and i and i like that as well especially from michael cole's uh point of view um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I really don't really have a tally for this. This, this match was just kind of just a, just a calm, just, you know, I, 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 and I like, and I like what they did because you I mean, after what happened with the whole match with Rhea and Charlotte, I think it would be hard for them to just jump straight into the main event because like shit, like after that freaking match, like, you know, and you go in the main event, those, all four of those men are like shit. Now we got to freaking top that. So this was kind of just a, like a little like rest period. Just bringing the crowd back down. Bringing yeah, the crowd absolutely. back down. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So um, just for that way, they can, you know, get a little bit excited, more built up towards the main event. So this is pretty much what it was in a nutshell. But yeah, George Kittle, the tight end of the San Francisco 49ers, he jumps the barricade because Miz shoved him uh, at ringside. He cl- jumps over the barricade and clotheslines the Miz. And it was a pretty solid clothesline. Actually was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? it's probably heavily fucking rehearsed, but yeah, it was uh, yeah. solid. Um, <laughs> so George Kittle's out there now, and Pat McAfee just punts Miz's freaking head off of his shoulders and wins um over the Miz. So I guess a right. little cool little a little funny type of comedy segment with the Miz is what we expected it to be. Again, there's no harm, no foul. I- I'm not gonna say that this was a blunder, but yeah, people I know are gonna just shit on it. Yet, like, you know, <laughs> again, you know how wrestling fans are, I'm sure, today, Brian. However, you know, even that's something that's just very, very, like, just does no harm, no foul to anybody. But yet they're going to shit all over it like it's a big fucking deal, which it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it was good to see Pat McAfee. I really don't have this in a tally at all because it wasn't really. A yeah, match I don't know how anything, to tally you know? that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the main event, Brian, your thoughts of this whole little segment, if you have any. Yeah, just uh, I mean, I, I I think it was just there, like you said, you know the, you know the wrestlers, the the psychology of 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 wrestling, right? You, like they do this in the match, and they do it throughout the show, right? There's high spots in the show. You got to bring the crowd back down. You got to build them back up and bring them back down. So yeah, you know, I, I think that's that's all this was. Um, you know, I will say, you know, I, I got to give a shout out, like I said about Logan Paul earlier, like you know, somebody that hasn't been in the, in this industry, hasn't trained, you know, whatever. We saw a couple other guys here tonight in Pat McAfee and even bad bunny. If you remember, like, was it two years ago at mania or, or the rumble? I can't remember which one he was at, but 
those three guys for like for for people who haven't been in this industry and trained to do this, um, uh, you know, on any long term serious level, what they're able to pull off in the ring, man, is is pretty fucking impressive. Like I gotta hand it to them, like because it's like I've said before, it's it's hard to do. Like this shit ain't easy, and and to go out there and pull off some of these moves and um. Well, first and foremost, not to blow up, not to get winded, <laughs> like just you know, you're you're not prepared for that, like you know what I'm saying, like for somebody that that hasn't. They're trained, trained professionals, man. Even right. even, even the one, even people like Logan Paul and people like you know athletes yeah. like Pat McAfee and George Kittle, like this is what they do, you know, and, yep. and they take their training very seriously, you know. And yeah. of course, if you guys know me from my personal you know background, you know, I'm also an athlete in my own right. You know, I I train CrossFit. You know, I've ran two marathons. Um, I'm going to be training for my third one this coming uh, November. So I understand, right you know, and how the wear and tear and the, and the 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 grind that you have to put on your body to to do this type of stuff. So yeah. You know, so trust me, guys. You know, I'm <laughs> especially from my point of view. You know, I don't just just shit on athletes. You know, just to shit on them because I wish I could do it. You know, because again, I'm an athlete of my own right. I've played collegiate baseball. I've done all this stuff. So trust me, I, I, I could, and I respect that aspect of it. But when it comes to the professional wrestling uh, world of things, if everything is done right and the moment is feeling special, then that's what it, that's the most important thing. So, sure. uh, but yeah, no doubt, Brian, absolutely. I definitely hear where you're coming from there. So, so yeah, I'll just, I'll just end with the, for that segment, just a shout out to Pat McAfee, you know. Again, it's not like he's going to be a serious competitor in WWE or, you know, for <laughs> storylines or titles or anything, but to get in there like, you know, two, three times a year and to do what, do what the fuck he does. Yeah. It's pretty impressive, man. Absolutely. And with all that guys, it is finally time to get into the main events. And that was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for the tag team titles. We asked for this main event. And we fucking got it. And thank <laughs> God they freaking did because yeah, I was about yeah. to put a freaking ugly into this column if this freaking match was not in the main event. Because, guys, there is no freaking way this everything, the build and everything about this tag match, if it was not the freaking main event, then I would have just been like, what the fuck are we doing? But WWE listened to us and they made this happen, even though it was pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> it was on TBA for for a while now. I spoke about that on the the quick little SmackDown review, and of course talking about the Hall of Fame um, in just my recent episode early on, which was an audio format. If you haven't seen that, you guys can go check that out once you guys are done. Of course, watching this uh, this episode here, um, you know. So yeah, I, that's just I, I could give a good for that, but I'm not going to go too overboard. But again, it was. But again, it, we all knew that it was the main event anyway. So yeah, um, and I'm yep. just happy that we got that, and 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 that's what all four of these men pretty much deserve because, and that's what we freaking deserve as fans because we know how special this freaking this build of this match was as a whole. So, uh, Brian, I'll be honest, I did not even time this match because I just. I just sat back and enjoyed this. I did too. I didn't really I didn't to take any notes. Yep. I would guess yep. this had to be, I mean, I did, I took notes, but I didn't even time this match. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously this had to go between 20 to 25 minutes yeah. somewhere in that time frame. Um, Sami Zayn and Jimmy Uso started off, but then Jimmy tags in Jay. So right away we're getting Sammy and, and, and Jay Uso, which of course we know the history at least mm -hmm. involved in this entire feud, pretty much has revolved around these two. 
and how close the relationship and how the, you know, how on and off the relationship has been between right. those two. So immediately there's immediate face off between those two as they start the match off. The Usos take control early uh, in this match as Sami Zayn, for the most part, got his got his ass whooped, at least for the middle to the end or the middle to the beginning of this match. Kevin Owens gets the first hot tag and he's just taken out both of the Usos just left and right. Freaking Swanton Bonds on the outside, freaking power, but I mean, you name it. Kevin Owens is just going off. Um, Zane, there was a really cool spot in this as well. Uh, Zane delivers a suplex to Jay Uso onto the apron. And then at the same time, Kevin uh, Kevin Owens in the middle of the ring hits the Swanton to Jimmy mm-hmm. Uso, but Jimmy Uso kicks out. Um, and again, Uso, they regain control as now Sami Zayn is once again getting his ass whooped now as the legal competitor uh, later on this match, just with repeated super kicks. Um, just again, the pace is now really slowed down, which I like, guys. I love this type of shit when the pace is slowed down and the moment feels that, that much more special. So again, uh, Zayn is just getting his ass whooped. Uh, Owens breaks up the pinfall by like the skin of his teeth because both of these men are just like, at this point now are just they're they're just you know kicking out and they're just breaking up stuff just on instinct um but yeah you know Sami Zayn again he's just taking a beating with all these super kicks and everything again he's just kicking out of pure instinct i mean the the freaking i mean both Cole and and, and Corey Graves are doing a tremendous job on, on commentary the crowd is freaking into it mm-hmm. um the usos they hit a choke slam to Kevin Owens as Kevin Owens gets back into the fray they hit a ch- a double choke slam from Kevin Owens through the Spanish announce table. Back in the ring, the Usos hit the one D to Sami Zayn, and I seriously thought that that was it. I'm like, I'm like, are they really gonna have the Usos yeah. here? But no, Sami Zayn kicks out guys at two and nine tenths, and the crowd just freaking erupts after that kick out. And then now this is where a lot of more storytelling is is told as well. Jay Uso is just slapping Sami Zayn in his face. They're in the corner of the turnbuckles. He's like, you know, he's just slapping him in the face repeatedly. He's like, I called you my brother. It's like, stay down. Like, like, what is wrong with you? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then Jay Uso, he hits Sami Zayn with the Halula kick. Um, and then, you know, so it's Sami Zayn continues to get his ass whooped, but then Sami Zayn, he's able to gain to gain the upper hand, uh, gives Kevin Owens another hot tag. Um, Sami Zayn hits a Halula kick to Jimmy. And then KO hits a stunner to Jay, and Jay Uso fucking kicks out. At this point, Brian, I'm just on the edge of my fucking seat. Like yeah, this is just freaking yeah. massive. This is why, guys, this match was should be the freaking main event because not only is it the match, it's the fucking build, and mm-hmm. everything is coming into full circle. And I'm just, I'm just being a fan at this point. I'm like, screw being a podcaster, screw being a, a critic. I'm just being a fan at this point now and just enjoying this shit. This is when you just enjoy freaking professional wrestling as a whole. Um, all four men, they just start, they brawl inside the ring. Um, double Uso splash to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens freaking kicks out again, just out of pure fucking instinct. Um, and then this, and then guys, it comes down to again, Jay Uso or yeah, Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. Um, and Sami Zayn hits not one, not two, but three Halula kicks to Jay Uso and Sami Zayn as well. He held jay in the same position that he held kevin owens back at war games when Sami Zayn delivered that low blow i don't know if people remember that yeah that low blow that he gave to kevin owens and he held him in his arms you know like jay uso or kevin owens was resting on pretty much his his chest or his shoulder 
Same position that Jay Uso was in after the first Halula kick, delivers that second Halula kick, and then again just put back in that position, throws him back into that top. And Sami Zayn takes his sweet ass time. He soaks in the freaking moment. He's got a nice little smirk going, and he freaking just boots freaking Jay Uso's dome piece off again for the third time. As um and and yeah, guys, just again the moment just from that alone. Just that guys is a fucking that is an exchange. That right there is just oh like chef's guess. Yep. I'm I'm gonna freaking praise this a whole lot more. So I'm gonna get through this as quick as I can here. Um, so yeah, guys, when it's all said and done, once Sami Zayn hits that third and final Halula kick, Sami Zayn gets the pinfall and wins the match as Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are your new WWE tag team champions. Pyro goes off. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens stands tall. Just an epic freaking moment. Obviously, right decision was made here. Uh, more and also props to the Usos. A 620 plus day reign for the Usos. And it comes to an end for a cultivating moment. And it's giving it to giving the belts to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn after everything that was built, after everything that has been done. This, guys, is how you tell a fucking story. And right. from start to finish, guys, and I already have the tallies up here. This was not good. This was fucking great. And for that, I already have the final tallies, Brian. I have eight <laughs> in the good. So I had six to start off before this match. And because this was freaking great, this that six goods turns into now eight. And the one bad, unfortunately, was the Becky Lynch uh, uh, six-woman tag with Trish and Lita and Damage Control, unfortunately. However, outside of that, Brian, this show was damn fucking good. And yeah. that main event was just the freaking cherry on top. And man, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't – I mean, people who are – the wrestlers like Bianca, Roman, and Cody, they probably look at that shit and they're like, fuck – we got to top that. Right. <laughs> Seriously. So, but guys, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, what can I say? Um, I mean, this, that main event was everything that I hoped and expected to be. And it was freaking awesome. Um, it really was again, shout out to the Usos and their amazing 600 plus day run. And it made the moment that much more special. That guys is how you end a title reign, right? Mm -hmm. that, that is exactly how you end a fucking title reign in that moment with that type of build. And in that type of freaking match, that yeah. my friends is ready for it. Get ready for it, Brian. Some good shit. <laughs> Brian, your final thoughts. Um, yeah. Well, before I even get into the match again, just because we're going through entrances and I'm adding this to my good, bad and ugly. I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way and move on. Little Uzi Vert. Ugly as fuck. <laughs> like my shit on that You got one no too. love for little Uzi. Oh Brian. my Come God. On, no, man. no, absolutely. <laughs> A little anything, little little baby, little Uzi Vert, <laughs> little little Nas X, little whatever. Put they... some respect on his name. <laughs> uh, um, you but no. So going going into the match, yeah, like you said, man, this just the story that's been told. I, I watched it as a fan too. I, I just I stopped taking notes. I wasn't timing. I was just like interested to see what how it was going to play out. Um, I am a little surprised that, you know, there was no 
no solo, no you know, yeah. Heyman. I guess maybe you could argue. Well, he's just with Roman. Maybe they know, say. But... Maybe it's funny you mentioned that. I'll send this back off to you. But and it's because I had the same the same thought process. You know, maybe they save Solo for this for the Cody versus Roman because right, Solo's right. been more involved with Cody than he has been with yeah than with the tag title picture. So that was probably my thought process. So if you're gonna see Solo, it's probably gonna be tonight. With, right. with that main event so but yeah no i had the same thought process as you but that but i i think it's going to be more involved with cody just because he's been involved with cody more so than with the with the usos and the tag title picture so. for sure yeah but you know, this match uh the storytelling all the way through it, it was brutal man like how many times did sammy and ko get super kicked man like both of them like i, I don't even know oh, i lost count it, <laughs> dude I it was a lot count. i mean it going was, through dude, being nuts. putting through announce tables oh, the super God, kicks man. the Freaking insane um yeah. and even you know the th- the three halula kicks at the end to jay um god yeah it, it was just and so many false finishes right like I, i'm generally like you got to walk a fine line with the false finishes, right? Like you can you can easily overdo it. And I was getting to the verge where, like, okay, now, it, like, it was getting close mm-hmm. th- because there were so many of them. But like they, it, it, like, literally, you could buy any of those endings to the matches, right? Like the last like three, four with like the the Holula kicks, the one Ds, the the stunners, like any of them could have ended the match. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I I really really liked it. Um, and so now yeah, we we got we got one one half of the uh, story kind of kind of told and finished with the bloodline or, or not finished I guess because I'm sure there's there there's I don't even know what to expect tonight, but there's going to be involvement from everybody I would expect. Um, but yeah, it it was just it it was awesome, man. Um, Ko and Sammy had to take those titles. Uh, it was great storytelling. Um, you know, it, it just yeah, like you said, Chef's Kiss, man. It it was it was great. Uh, so looking forward to see what happens tonight. But I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna give this because of the story overall, the match last night. I, I'm giving it two goods, man, because that's that's a story or one of the stories that have been been leading this industry as a whole for. Well, this specifically with KO for the last little bit, but just everybody involved. I mean, this has been the last two years, and 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 here we are at Mania getting the the payoffs, man, and and so far so good. Absolutely, no, very well said. And, and to kind of end end this as we close out this show. By the way, this is again our first WrestleMania review on this podcast, and again we're t- we're going to do a, another one starting again tomorrow, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, but again, but, but, but because this was our first, uh, this was tremendously special and how tremendous this freaking show was just makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing too, guys, you know, we're not praising this and I want to make this clear because, you know, I, I've come across as well fans about them just not being too pleased with this show. Um, and some of it's for the right reasons. And most of it, honestly, it just doesn't have to do with the show. Honestly, overall, Brian, it's mostly just of what's leading up to this or what could lead up to it. And and that's rightfully so. But here's yeah. the thing I want to yeah. say about this, guys. I'm not praising this because I, I'm not praising this because I got my way. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. praising this because I got what I want. I'm praising this because everything 
was done correctly in regards to what makes professional wrestling special. That's why we have this platform, because when good shit happens, we are going to call it good shit. However, when it's ugly, we're going to freaking call it ugly. However, there was nothing. And I mean, Brian, nothing ugly, hardly any bad. Of course, outside of the six woman tag, like I mentioned, was anything that overshadowed it. I mean, if I mean, unless I'm missing something, Brian, I, I I don't know what to say to people because I understand in regards to theory, the push and all that stuff, right? I understand the men's showcase and and all that stuff. If people want to harp on that, uh, maybe Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I wasn't on board right from the jump from that feud, but there was a, a lot of segments during that process where it got me intrigued, and this match was just the cherry on top. So I can hear where people are coming from, but guys, you can't. You you can't freaking come up here and try to sell to me that this was a bad pay-per-view because we just went through this match by match, segment mm-hmm. by segment, move for move. This match, guys, does or excuse me, this 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 entire show as a whole deserves its freaking praise. Um, it, it really does. Um, because this is when, even in the men's showcase, that's when you do the moves. That's when you you actually have put on wait for it, Brian, a banger. That's when you <laughs> do it on this right? freaking stage. So, and if yeah. you're going to do a showcase on a grand stage, then do a showcase, right? Uh, again, I just wish there would have been more substance to it. This is that's why it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a great like I mentioned with Rhea and Charlotte as sure. well. So, so again, guys, again, and then that's just me being fair and calling things down the middle. I'm fair when it comes to WWE, and I'm fair when it comes to AEW as well as Brian Thomas here. So that's just where. I want to remind everybody where we're coming from. It's not because we genuinely like it. It's because it's making the business better. And these shows, Brian, are what's needed for every single show, every single pay-per-view to get people fucking intrigued. However, they hardly really do it. <laughs> and that's why, you know, we we call it out. And that's why we do what we do. And we have this platform because we need more shit in these shows that have that have this same type of feel. So to prep this all up in a bow here, tremendous start. Even the even the NXT stand and deliver as well. I heard a lot of good things about that about that show. Yeah, I still got. I haven't watched it, but yeah, yeah I, I haven't I seen it either. But I heard a lot of good things about it. I've seen some highlights here and there. So I'm sure you know the NXT the NXT members. I'm sure you know started off the weekend very hot, and then WrestleMania night one, everyone involved follows suit. Does night two? I mean, can night two freaking top this? Remains to be seen, but that will be tonight later on as, of course, stay tuned for our uh, night two review, which will be tomorrow on Monday. Uh, another good, the bad and the ugly. Thank you guys so much uh, for tuning into this episode. Episode 38. This was WrestleMania night one, the good, the bad and the ugly. Man, it is WrestleMania's here, Brian, and we're just yeah. freaking started. We got WrestleMania night two. We got Raw and SmackDown. Uh, after mania this coming week so there's still a whole lot more to cover and it's just getting started but i i can't thank everybody enough that has supported the platform um as this platform continues to grow again this was our first wrestlemania review and again we're going to do another one starting tomorrow as wrestlemania night two is tonight so again this was our very first one and it's so good you know first of many to come on this platform um and yeah man this was just a lot of fun and i can't wait to do more of this stuff um, especially Brian, I, I wouldn't have it any other way with my man, Brian here. Um, it's just been a tremendous, tremendous last two months, especially on this platform. And man, we're just getting started and make sure again, guys, you stay tuned for night two 
um, review, which is tomorrow. Again, does night two freaking? I mean, do they? <laughs> do they uh do they freaking catapult over this do they they, they got to they got they to at, at least at least finn and edge and uh and cody and roman right i mean does it yeah. does, does this top this night well i mean we'll we're gonna find out but thank you guys once again for tuning in and thank you guys everyone for supporting the platform and again there's still a whole lot more to cover and a lot more good shit <laughs> to cover throughout this uh this wrestlemania weekend so that is going to do it for today's episode my name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And we are signing off saying salutes. Peace out. And take care, everybody.